0: Uh, Welcome to our first um, post-COVID Bethel Radio Hour. Thank you for coming out. Um, It's a little different tonight because it's just Gavin and I. Um, Ben is, um, he's kind of got a full slate for this week and next week, and then he's back. And Thomas is on vacation, so you get the abridged version. Um, Most of you know how the Radio Hour works. We discuss three topics. Um, tonight it's going to go until 7.40 instead of 8 o'clock um, because I'm helping with the Iwana kids with their games, or at least I'm trying. <laughs> it's been an adventure.
1: I hear they need a nurse out yeah, there. Yeah, they so. need they
0: need somebody that can do games <laughs> that has nursing skills. So just if anybody ever, skills. Yeah, and for sure. Um, but so tonight it's just the two of us, and we're going to keep it kind of light since we're starting off. But um, So for our first topic, we were going to discuss just some of our... Um, Summer highlights, which is what we usually do the first night back. Uh, Gavin, do you have a summer highlight? Do you go anywhere? Several.
1: I, I put, put several together. Uh, even though we've had this corona thing going on, there have been several things that happened with us personally. Um, and I, I just took liberty to list them and then talk about them. You so had a
0: way more eventful summer than I did. <laughs> not, <laughs> you can already not, tell. You know, that's
1: funny because <laughs> the last five years we've had a big vacation where he took a trip someplace. Mm-hmm. Last summer when we got back I said I'm not doing it again. So I I hadn't made any plans for vacation this summer, nothing to cancel, nothing to re-plan. So it was like perfect planning and frame of mind for the coronavirus to hit. Um, So we had a slow summer, no vacation was planned so we didn't have any cancellations. I did get invited to a trip to the Boundary Waters by the guy that originally took me uh, and got me started going back in 2008. So he said, I'll plan everything. I said, yes. So he took care of the planning and- you just had to guys, show up. All I had to do was show up and power. Now,
0: how many times have you done the Boundary Waters?
1: Six, six or seven. Yep. Uh, this was a pretty interesting trip. Uh, he's 74. His goal is to make it his last one at 78. Uh, his mentor made it till 78, so he wants to at least equal him. And so we got to spend a lot of time together, and he showed me all his uh, fishing secret spots, and uh, he showed me the skills of how to catch fish up there. So we were fishing in one of his uh, known holes, and I catch, the, something hits my line, and I know it's big. So I, I get it in the boat, and it's the biggest fish I've ever caught. And I'm thinking to myself, this is the biggest fish I'm ever going to catch in my life. It was a five and a half pound smallmouth bass. So oh my a, gosh. A, That's a monster for a, a smallmouth. So no camera. I know you <laughs> you're got, I, survival could be situation. <laughs> I could be completely fabricating this story. Uh, but I, I made him swear to back me up. If, if you get a call any time, any place, and I say, Don, tell him how big the fish was, you just gotta say how big the fish and was. And
0: don't play the, I'm 74, I can't remember that <laughs>
1: card. <laughs> he tried that on me on the way out. <laughs> uh, I, I've got to get something good on him to, to use his leverage. So I said, I, we looked at it and he said, that's probably one of the top 10 fish that I've seen, small mouth bass in 40 years that he's been going. So I put it back in the water. Next cast, this, a six and a half pound uh, we're estimating it was at least a pound and a half heavier than the last one, and just a, a massive small amount. So, this one I'm thinking, how can we get it back to the camp and get a camera and get a picture of it? But the chances of it dying on the way were much greater than I would have pride in getting the picture. So, we, we put it back to. And I can call him right now if you want me to I, I verify I'm my story. I'm just
0: surprised you still came back to Missouri after that,
1: actually. <laughs> it, it was amazing and, it, you know, I've never been a competitive fisherman and so I never really win for the big fish, but it was pretty cool to catch a six and a half pound smallmouth. And I'd go back for, for it again and Don would be more than happy to vouch for me or take a camera next time. He calls them D-liars. It's a scale, so ne- next time we're going to have a de and a camera with us the whole time. So Boundary Waters was my, uh, the highlight, and then we had puppies. Uh, we actually had puppies before we went to the Boundary Waters, and the puppies were great the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. Now they all have homes, and we're very happy that they have homes. They're I had that happen
0: home. with kittens. <laughs> it was great until it wasn't. And yep. then it wasn't great at all. It was, Yep,
1: it was time for them to find yeah. a new uh, home place to stay. But that, that's the highlights of my summer.
0: Yeah, um, that's a good summer.
1: Pretty full summer.
0: Uh, we started out our summer, um, so I've been planning this trip for almost a year uh, for my 40th birthday, and I don't want anybody to judge me, but I wanted to go to Disney World. Because when you don't get a childhood, you plan your childhood through your children, you do that. So we were supposed to go to Disney World, and since I was 10, I wanted to go to Animal Kingdom. I wanted to see a giraffe walk across, and you know, I wanted to sit on the deck, drink coffee, and see a giraffe walk in front of my door. Like, I have literally wanted to do this my whole life. And so I turned 40 uh, in May and planned this just trip. I mean, it literally, like, was nine months in the making. And to go to this Animal Kingdom, and I couldn't wait to see, you know, like, oh, it's like staying at the zoo. I mean, it's like the ultimate for me. Such a geek about the zoo. I can't help it. And I really liked giraffes. Uh, and then COVID happened, and the whole thing got canceled. <laughs> whole, Did Disney
1: close completely? Yeah, oh,
0: it shut down completely. Everything was shut down. Um, and so we didn't have anything planned for a while, and we had talked about, um, you know, our we have twins that turn 16. I've got a driver now. The one's almost a driver, you know, or we're trying to get them, push them that way. but. Uh, so, you know, we're getting to the age where we may not have many family vacations left, and we wanted yep. to do Colorado. So kind of on the fly, we went to Colorado. Oh, cool. A place called Buena Vista, and uh, it's a little small town. It's like 3,000 people in the town, and it's uh, not super touristy, but has awesome whitewater rafting. So we went whitewater cool. rafting. Um, one of my twins, the first set, they, you know, they get you all prepped, and they have you watch a video on what to do if somebody goes overboard, and that would be rare. But, and I was the only one in our group that watched the video. Everybody else just had me sign the e waiver for them. <laughs> so we get out on the water, and I mean, it's just, if you, have you been whitewater rafting? Never have. Oh, my gosh. Everybody should <clears throat> do it. Best, best decision we It made. was
1: on my bucket list till about 10 years ago. No.
0: It should go back. It on. Dropped
1: off. If you, can do
0: the, if you can do the border waters, you can handle. Probably. You can handle the whitewater after you. You know, Sadie's seven and she did it. Oh, so we're right. we're hitting these rapids and the first ones come in and it is so cool. And Tristan does everything they told you not to do and flies backward, falls out of the boat. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. So I just, you know, I do what they said, grab him, and then you fall backwards and have him fall on top of you. And the boat behind us, our <laughs> friends went with us, and the guide goes, oh, my gosh, that mom had to rescue her son. Is she freaking out or what right now? And my friend goes, no, she's fine. Just another day
1: in life. <laughs> just another day. That's,
0: so that was our, that was our <clears> summer <throat> highlights. But those mountains are awesome. I see why Colorado gets the hype that it gets. Um, so
1: what river were you on? What it river? was the
0: Arkansas River. In Colorado. And it was In Level 3 Rapids. Hmm. So we did the Level 3 and we're already trying to figure out how we can ditch the kids and do a Level 4 uh-huh. without the kids. Yikes. Um, but yeah, it's called the Arkansas River. So
1: maybe Level 2 would be where I'd start.
0: Uh, I would do 3, Level 3? Yeah, you can handle you can 3. It. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't lie to you. Uh, but that was definitely our <coughs> highlights. Um, I, to be honest, another highlight is all the sports got canceled, so there was nothing to do and it was awesome. <laughs> uh, which kind of leads into our next topic. I said it was going to be, you know, kind of light tonight um, COVID highlights. So, mm. I mean, we can all talk about the negative COVID. Um, well, I'm in the medical field, and uh, even if you're not in the medical field, it's just your world has changed post COVID. Has anybody
1: not been affected oh, by COVID? I, I can't no, imagine. Nobody hasn't been affected by it.
0: I can't imagine. Um, but so there's a lot of negative to say, but we wanted to bring out what are the positives? that you can see that's happened um let's just start like with with your work any positives that you've noticed with your work
1: so uh with the stimulus check i didn't realize this but with the stimulus check most people got a puppy or kitten with their check <laughs> i didn't realize that uh, or a so home we, we project. would have we would have prepared <laughs> yeah a lowe's uh coupon um we would have prepared for that. So the, the veterinary industry has just gone nuts. I don't know if any of you have been to your vet this summer, but most veterinary clinics are now pause only. You, you, we, you have curb service, we come get your pet, bring them in, call you, nice. talk, talk about and then take your pet back out.
0: Maybe um, that's what you should do forever. <laughs> that sounds amazing. There are a lot of <laughs> veterans
1: that really like that. Uh, it does save some time, there's less, uh, Conversation, I, I enjoy that actually with the clients, so there's less personal con- conversation, it's just the medicine and the and, uh, treatment, uh, whatever, you, whatever you decide the treatment would be. Um, so so it, it's streamlined in some ways, but between each visit we still do the disinfection, so so it does add some time. And the staff is still not comfortable with having two pets in at the same time, so we still have one pet at a time. So. We're working on how we can do have two pets in the building. I can go back and forth with diagnostics, exams, stuff like that, uh, to have work work on two at the same time. But that's not working out right do now. Do you
0: think that people actually slowed down enough to realize, like, oh man, our cat hasn't had shots for like three years, or
1: that? And we I have seen, yeah, sp- yeah, or, or noticed that. Speaking for a
0: friend, y- how, how long has Fluffy been
1: <laughs> coughing like that? You know, yeah. <laughs> sitting around the co- drinking coffee. Um, well, it's about six six years. No not quite that bad but there's been a lot of puppies and kittens that uh, probably as many puppies and kittens in the last six months as the last six years i mean it's just crammed into one
0: it's been interesting to see how i'd like to ask people now uh, because you can't avoid you know really covid anything it's just changed so much like people um i'll ask what how has your work changed with covid and it's been really interesting to hear their response like all different industries yeah. I mean, obviously the health care has changed, but my gosh, for teachers, it's really changed. Yeah. Um, I have a friend that is um, in the banking and finance industry and she goes, we've been busier than ever, refinances. And immediately oh, yeah. she said, have you refinanced your house in the last <laughs> six months? Because now's the time. Wow. <laughs> but it's just been interesting how it hasn't all been so bad yeah. uh, with the economy. A lot of things. Uh,
1: Who would have thought a pandemic would revitalize lows?
0: Right? Lowe's and Home Depot oh my are gosh. probably having
1: the best year of their life. Uh, Lowe's their was
0: packed every single time I tried to go to Lowe's from like April through still. Yeah. It's just like you standing couldn't, room only. Can you there. get lumber
1: now? I don't know if you can get lumber now. Well, if There's you can
0: afford time. it, you can get it. But <laughs> I guess that's a good sign.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good, good for the economy.
0: Uh, just within our family, I noticed, and some of you might be able to say the same, um, it was great at first. In uh, for a while, just to hit the delete button on just so the many fam- things. Like looking at our calendar, and it was like delete, delete, delete. Like we just had been running nonstop for so long. I don't even think we realized how. And I know I'm not the only one. Like. Very much probably preaching to the choir on this, but you just go and go and go and go and go. And then when it just stops, you don't even realize like the hamster wheel you've been on. Yeah. So that was really nice just mm. to sit around and have family meals and actually look at each other in the eyes. And we yeah. ordered a bunch of just like family games. So it, it, oh, when wow. it was too cold to go outside and there was nothing yeah. to do, like March, April, May, into June, we played family games a lot. And, um, dusted off the Wii, got that thing going again. Anybody have a Wii? Do <laughs> you remember how fun that was? I played Mario Kart tonight right before I came, like right up until I couldn't play anymore back and we, you had, back into <laughs> we the, had to leave for church.
1: Back into the habit, didn't it?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, for family-wise, I think it's been great um, just to hit the pause button on all the responsibilities and just enjoy each other in your home. Um, and I kind of think that might be something that people maybe don't rush back to like, yeah. do we have to do all of this?
1: It'd be interesting to see what the cultural shift is. Because there's going to be some cultural shift. Uh, and I didn't see that because the puppy and kitten thing hit and almost de- simultaneously as, it, as the, everything closed down. But Denise did. She got a lot of time to catch up on things at home that she's been trying to catch up on. Uh, of course, I had more interaction with Caleb because he was home. But I didn't have quite the downtime. Uh, and you know when you have a business you're not really embracing downtime because the bills keep coming. Yeah. But, but
0: well, we were talking about it. how thankful we were for living out in the country. I can remember I said repeatedly, I've never been so happy to live in small town America in all my life. Um, because if you would think about has anybody ever been to New York? Have you seen how packed in? <clears throat> I mean like right on top of each other. I sky rises just forever and um, my husband even said people are living in apartments the size of our living room, and they can't go outside and walk really anywhere and even see grass. Mm. Whereas, you know, we you know, have the woods and we went for walks through the woods or um, yeah. just to be able to go outside and Get some fresh air. yeah, and Sunshine. see trees, see mm. grass. And um, it made me very thankful, which obviously I've chosen to live in small town America. But yeah. it made me so thankful for that during the midst of all of COVID.
1: Amen the other other thing uh, th- th- this isn 't personal, but the things that were almost inspirational to me were the way that American industry, science, and medicine stopped on a dime and took a different direction it was all It was pretty Im- impressive to watch uh, things like the the Ford Motor Company started making ventilators, ventilators just yeah. fifty thousand ventilators in 100 uh, a hundred days a motor car company switches and gets the design from a medical company that's already been FDA approved and starts making their product. Uh, things like that to me were inspirational. Literally overnight the restaurant industry changed. Um, after the the um, quarantine started, or, or right before it was, was uh, the, the 15 day right before that started, the restaurant we went out to ha- had. Changed everything. There were no salt shakers. There was nothing on the table. Yep. Um, you A disposable if you, menu. If you wanted salt and pepper, you had to ask for pass packets to get it. I mean, they, they changed overnight, and some of the restaurants, um, eating places, continued to do that, and then did start. They switched over to carry out. the The immediate switch that we made was inspirational in some ways, and it's sad in others because others weren't able to make that that change. Like uh, barbershops, they they have to touch you. They have to be close to you. Um, some of those places are are really, really struggling, uh, but the way that things change so quickly and the the leap forward in um, viral research that we've made here is pretty incredible
0: It does kind of give you a little hope in America, like we are able to you know i I always worry you know are we even tough enough anymore as a country are we are we tough enough to handle anything? but if you look at that, you did have to get a little tough, and yeah. some people did. Yeah. Um, I thought it was neat in the healthcare industry. Not many people are like, thank you, healthcare workers. Like, you don't hear that very much. You know, everybody, uh, you just don't get a lot of hype. And everywhere we went, at least in our hospital, they had 2020 year of the nurse. And just people would have signs out in front of the yeah. hospital, thank you, healthcare workers. And That was cool. It was you, neat to the You're on the front the lines,
1: yeah. And in that, in that uh, too, my doctor switched to respiratory uh, on a dime yeah. and started a respiratory.
0: Yeah. Um, it made me feel Lab like we can handle things as a country. And I watched, you know, everybody had to adjust. I watched how our hospital, like, came up with this amazing plan. Like, this yeah. is what we're going to do. And yeah. it was a good plan. Yeah. Um, and it, just how Those hard. things were
1: inspirational to me. I was like, yeah. God bless America. Yeah. Yeah, would,
0: well, and as a church, um, like, COVID affected a lot of churches. Some churches, like in California, they're still fighting to make it okay. Like, some, to to church, some churches have called it, what, peaceful protest. Yeah. to just arrive in churches, they're
1: like, <laughs> still
0: fighting to have a, a church service. Amen. Um, and they're, well, you know, I love John MacArthur, but he was saying, you know, it's it's not fair that people can protest and demonstrate Violent, and violently yeah. without mask on, and, and that's okay, yeah. but you can't come in a church building. So he said, we're just having a peaceful protest. <laughs> I loved it. Um, but it was even neat All the way um, churches did online services, and we even yeah. talked about that, so our small group meets, and we did um, like some Zoom meetings, Mm -hmm. and out of that, one of our firemen that are in our class suggested, could you still do that now that we're back? Could you still do like a Zoom meeting so that when I'm at work, I can still like participate in the small group class? So I mean, just things that we would have never thought to do. Yeah, Uh,
1: add to that the senior hour at Sam's, so you can go in at seven to eight o'clock and it's only seniors there, so it's the, Time right after they've sanitized everything, so they can go in and shop. <coughs> excuse me, hairball.
0: Which is good. Even, things like that. Yeah. Even for seasons, flu season. Right. Yeah.
1: The uh, other things that that changed also, I think we should continue to do in the fall fu- the uh, flu season, uh, just to let you know decrease our. Mortality rate for the flu as well. Right, we I know.
0: Um, my husband has said too. Like, I, I think <clears throat> Americans in general can be so filthy, and this has been an eye opener <laughs> to just like how much more sanitary we could be. I don't want to wear a mask everywhere though. I'm not. I'm not against wearing masks. I wear yeah. it all day. If a store asks to wear a mask, I'll put it on. I mean, I'll drink yep. the purple Kool-Aid if yep. it makes you know feel better and. Um, i was getting no option at work. I
1: have to, right? So. Oh
0: yeah, us too. But I mean, at first we didn't have as many cases, but now that it's spiked, I'm like, I'm gonna wear a mask. I'm gonna do the right thing, if you will. But I don't want to live there. Like I don't yep. want. You know how yep. when you see clips of China, everybody's got mask on. I want to feel normal. Their yeah. air quality's bad, and they're you know they they do get disease spread so quickly that yeah. that's kind of a, so I don't want to look like that forever. So yeah. I will be glad when that goes away. Yeah,
1: and that may happen when we have a vaccine. I don't know. I have no idea if the vaccine will be that effective or whatever. But I'm like you, I want to get back to normal.
0: Yeah, but I found that it it hasn't all been negative. There's been a lot of good things that have come out of it for sure.
1: Veterinarians got a little bit of, are getting a little bit of uh, interest and uh, attention because one of the cat diseases is similar. It's a coronavirus in cats Mm -hmm. that causes similar uh, inflammation as the novel corona in people. So the FIP, uh, cat FIP is getting a new look because it has some similar inflammation uh, to the human Uh, COVID-19. Interesting, so veterans are getting a little bit of uh, the the limelight too here with the, the treatments that are coming out for coronavirus.
0: Uh, Somebody texted in, and this is so true, that many churches now have, like, online members or people that normally would not have gone to church are now watching church online and um, maybe would have never done that before. So just, like, another outreach was really good. Yeah,
1: getting uh, people that are not tech-savvy hooked up um, is a ministry now.
0: (laughs) I'm in the not tech-savvy. Like, Zoom for me was just, like... (laughs) Oh my gosh, we're going to do this, and then, you know, we're... (laughs) You're looking at your phone, and all
1: you can see is the the lights in somebody's living room.
0: We did also find out how poor our internet service is when our kids had to go to online learning, and then we were trying to do Zoom meetings ourselves. Like, we learned that, well, there are some fault drawbacks to in the woods. (laughs) uh, So we'll do an I'm Just Saying real quick before our last topic. Do you have an I'm Just Saying by chance? I've
1: already done it it with the puppies. Uh, Puppies are cute and wonderful until about week three. And then they've got to go someplace. And then they're not wonderful. they got enough. to go someplace Is that
0: somewhere. how it is with kids? Like, kids are awesome until 12, they're like 18. 12? I was
1: thinking 12. <laughs> oh, 12
0: for you? <laughs> I did tell my kids this summer, uh, just so you know, the first one to move out gets the downstairs furniture. Whoever wins. <laughs> I mean, you can take your bedroom furniture, too, if you'd like.
1: <laughs> Make a competition. I like that.
0: Uh, so my I have to say is that I do love this time of year, you know, where you get to turn off your air conditioner and open up your windows. And then like at five in the morning, close your windows and turn your heat on because it's too cold. And then like at noon, turn off the heat and open the windows. (laughs) And then like at five, close the windows and turn the AC back on. Welcome to Missouri. And then at 10 you can open the windows and then at five you close them and turn the heat back on. (laughs) It's just a vicious cycle. You can't You're getting
1: your exercise, you're getting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I do love this time of year though. It's just pretty unpredictable never fails we'll plan family pictures and i'll have this like in mind we're going to wear sweaters and and then it's like 95 degrees the last saturday in october and then it's like everybody's wanting we
1: always know, do that we always plan a trip to you have a backup the,
0: tank top option mom <laughs> yeah. it's a little hot out you got to keep
1: a, a tupperware tub of different clothes uh, we always go to uh, the apple picking over across in illinois
0: yeah that and is it's, where it's at that place is i mean, Eckerd's, the yes. big one oh.
1: But, but so many we'll
0: different apples. Y-
1: yes, but <laughs> you get there, it's like 40 degrees when you drive in yeah. there. By the time you get there, it's 80 degrees, and you got to re...
0: That was like when we went to Colorado. I was looking at the weather, and I was like, are we packing for summer, winter, fall? Like, you had to, yep. <laughs> you had to have and it all. I
1: had the same thing with the boundary waters this year, too, because i have never gone this late. So we, we saw the trees turn while I was there. The week, it was completely green when I got there, and it was... All uh, psychedelic I'm like colors. This
0: close to being sold to the Boundary Waters thing, but you gotta, I have you no survival skills at all. Like <laughs> I oof.
1: go with somebody who's been, and you, you don't need much. Um, and I would, don't I would put. Don't go with it,
0: your spouse if you want to stay married. <laughs> Is that a disclaimer? If you're both
1: <laughs> outdoors people, yes, oh, absolutely. A, a couple went with us, and they they did. They were regular campers. So,
0: hmm. I haven't been camping. Um, Maybe once
1: you probably in my should life. do a couple of camps before you go. <laughs> <I> might, <laughs> skip it. Might, might be a shock when you get there. I
0: might stick to condos. Uh, so Gavin and I have been kind of just between the two of us <coughs> discussing. Um, did anybody watch or um, kind of even know about the National Day of Prayer and Repentance? It was September 26. Did anybody follow that? It was on. Um, it was in Washington D.C. It was on the main Franklin Graham, put it together. Washington Mall. Did anybody even hear about that? Um, It. um, I had every intention to watch it, and then we went to a pumpkin patch. I at least wanted to
1: watch some of some clips of it, and we did. When you you sent me the. So
0: uh, someone at work had said, "Hey, have you heard of this Jonathan Kahn? He was at the National Day of Prayer thing." I was like, "No, I missed. I really meant to watch it." And so, um, try to write this down. The man's name is uh, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. I had never heard of them before, so I watched his presentation on the National Mall of his speech of repentance to America which is what was it was. Was he the
1: only speaker or was he the main I couldn't speaker? I could
0: tell you he had to be the he had to be the main event because he threw he it turned down. turned out to be. It was like thundering yeah. in the background. He's like these are not side effects and you could see it was almost it was almost it, it was, I was getting
1: goosebumps with that it, and they had cool. the Jew, traditional Jewish yes. uh, horns there too which really yeah. gave me.
0: Watch that if you have access to YouTube write this down right now and watch this or listen to it. It's Jonathan Kahn and it was called The Return, was the theme of the National Day of Prayer and Repentance. And uh, and it was awesome. So I sent it to Gavin and I'm, and, now, and then after I listened to him, I was like, why have I never heard of this guy? And I'm like watching interviews and he's just s- seemed a little too good to be true. So I sent, I chuck it over to Gavin, which I put out a disclaimer, Gavin sorry this is the third time i've texted you about this but you're the smartest guy <laughs> no, and the only word help you need to get out <laughs> i was like is this guy just trying to sell books or what yeah. do you think so
1: oh i thought he was a real deal so throw I mean, out
0: what your thoughts are on this jonathan Cotton. he
1: pulled together prophecies history uh scripture verses and in, in ways that were they just added weight to what he was preaching i mean just in a way that i haven't seen anybody else do and i I,
0: kind of with authority, you'd almost say, right? Yes. Like, didn't you find that? Like, and when, that's what, it made me think of when people talked about Jesus in the New Testament, how they said he speaks with authority. He speaks with authority, and I'm not putting him on the level of Jesus on any stretch. Please don't miss me. Exactly. But he, his teaching and his, his whole thing was like... His knowledge of yeah, straight Old authority. Testament
1: prophecy, New Testament uh, scripture as well. Um, and the authority that he spoke with, and I texted Tara back. I said, when I looked him up, I googled him, and it was Rabbi Jonathan. Kind of, kind of got goosebumps. I said, what, what if we, he's one of the two witnesses in Revelation 11?
0: Well, in his only message, it was repent, America, repent, hmm. repent, repent. And he was essentially saying, um, and he even did say it, turn from your wicked ways. I, that's what, and he was like just straight bringing it right from um, Old Testament prophecy, and then just flat out saying, if you'll turn from your wicked ways and repent. Um, I can't stress it enough. You need to listen to it. I thought about even it, getting a clip up for you guys. Yeah,
1: but I, I uh, just pulled up my phone and listened to it on my car, going to and from work, so I got the whole thing in. Uh, but yes, it's well worth it. It's on YouTube, um, and I'll text, can I text you the link, Brad? Can you put the link up? Yeah, maybe Brad
0: can, I'll be scooting out at 740 to go play games with some junior high kids, so pray for me. But maybe while I'm gone in my absence, that would be, um, it's really worth listening. Um, What what did you think about the overall, last year, or I should say four years ago, Franklin Graham did um, almost like a prayer crusade for, what would you call that, for the election? Traveling
1: tour. Right, he
0: didn't do a traveling tour this year. What's your thoughts?
1: We actually went with them to Jeff City. I, I much preferred that. That seemed to be uh, activate grassroots people a lot more. I, I don't know what the, the National Mall uh, event w- would do grassroots-wise, but, and I don't have any idea about the estimate there. They estimated 50 to 70,000 people. I, that had to be much more than 50 to 70,000 people. The entire mall was packed. Um, so I liked his state-to-state. State. It was much more personal, it was much more grassroots. And we went to Jeff City and it was pouring down rain and there was, I don't know, four or five hundred people on right. the Capitol My mom ground. and my aunts so went and stood in the rain yeah, and listened yeah. to that. It, it, was, uh, it was amazing to have him here, to, to pray for the country. And, and we need to ramp up our maximum prayer effort uh, right now going into the election. It, the course of our country is being decided here. Um, can't emphasize it enough. Pray for your country, pray for us to to have a return to God.
0: And I'm ashamed to say, I did text Ben about two weeks ago and said, are we doing that maximum prayer effort for the election like we did? And he goes, yeah, it started two weeks ago. And I was like, I've missed it. Maybe we need to advertise that a little heavier, but I can't (laughs) say it enough and I certainly have and I need to do it more. But any chance you get to pray for this election, pray for this election.
1: Amen. Um, Amen, the right people would would be elected that the right people were, would repent. What would that do for our nation, for the right people to repent and come to Christ? Uh, that, that in itself would be earth-shaking. That, would, that could change the course of the nation very quickly. I, I
0: keep thinking, I keep praying too, that, that the truth would be heard. I, I feel like we hear so much of maybe portions of truth, but not the real truth. And certainly people that have done wrong for that to be found out and for them to pay the penalty. But um, for Americans to know, have some sense of what is real and in, in front of us for once would Amen. be great.
1: And and to to choose to do right, uh, to choose as a nation to take a moral stand. It's not, you know, we we continually hear about economic uh, prosperity and freedom, but that's not what makes a nation great. It's righteousness that makes a nation great. Mm-hmm. Righteousness exalts a nation, and repentance is the only road to that. Uh, so, of all things that America needs, we need. Uh, a humble uh, accounting with God and repentance from our sins and return to the ways that He's given us. Uh, The successful, if you want to call it successful, I'm not sure that successful is the right word, but the blessed path that God opened to us as a nation, we should rejoin and find that old path and get back on it.
0: Um, And along the lines of prayer, um, I don't know who was here, (laughs) Sunday night, uh, Ben had an awesome sermon. Again, to add to the list of things worth listening to, Sunday night um, when Ben was preaching, he was preaching on um, prayer. Was one of the main themes of this sermon, and he shared a text from Dawn, and I text and he read it, and he said, "If all of the people in this church would pray this for Ben and or for myself, him speaking of Ben, and then Brad, he's like, what that would do for us." Um, but this was, I had Dawn text me and said, would you text me your prayer so that this is what I can start praying for Ben and Brad? But she said, I'm praying for God's anointing on you and that the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say and the people's ears and hearts will be open and that someone will be saved. Um, And he said that did something for him Sunday morning. Like he said, he described it like a a rabid dog on a leash that wants out, like, it's ready to go. And, uh, and I did think, like, what would it be like? And uh, I will say, Sunday morning and Sunday evening, Ben's sermons were awesome. Like, awesome, like, you know, I always like to listen to sermons Amen. on YouTube, and I've always said I... Refused to compare local pastors to the famous pastors Nash- that's not Nash- fair Markets. and Ben was on the level of famous pastors um, Sunday morning He, and Sunday he
1: feeds us well
0: with his sermons, and I just felt like man if we could all get on board with that prayer
1: if church Isn't what you want it to be are you praying that it will become what you want it to be? Um, that, that's a very good point
0: point. Uh, and Ben's prayer and I've heard him say this so many times. I can't even tell you but when he prays about being a transformational church. And it hit me, um, like he shot me with a dart one Sunday, that if we're not a transformational church, it's not Ben's fault or Brad's fault, it's us when we show up, or have we prayed? Are we right with our sins? Have we repented? Have we spent any time in the world? I was like, if we're failing to be transformational, it starts with us, not with our pastor, in my opinion, and you're free to have your own. I agree. But I felt really convicted, and I don't know why all of a sudden I heard it correctly for the first time a few Sundays ago, but we're not transformational as a church until we're transformational as individuals. Individuals,
1: yes. And we're not relevant as a church until we're transformational. Transformed lives, to me, is the mark of a growing church. And if we're not seeing transformed lives, we need to get about the business of repenting. Why, why Lord, are we not being blessed with this um, transformational church? I'm not sure aura is the right word, but the, the, the uh, atmosphere of a transformational church. If we're, we don't have it, we need to pray for it.
0: All right, speaking of prayer, I'm going to scoot off, but I did want um, us to close. I actually wanted us to open, and I messed that up. Sorry, Gavin. Jump right in. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, But we wanted to pray for um, our vice president that is about to start his debates uh, tonight. And, again, if we're going to say we want a better country, we should pray for a better country. So we're going to start that now if you want to pray with us um, for the debate tonight
1: and Father, as we come to you this evening, we we first of all, Lord, I just ask that you forgive me where I failed. You forgive me for my misplaced attention, um, my priorities in the wrong place. Lord, help me to spend my energy on your kingdom. To remember that I work for you, um, everything that I do is for you, and then to remember that as my primary employment is with you, that you're my boss, that you're who I answer to. Uh, forgive me, Lord, for losing track of that, to be distracted by work, to be distracted by things that are not of eternal significance. Please forgive me, Lord. Forgive me for a heart that's apathetic to some things that you care about. Um, help me to be caring to those around, around me. Lord, they're the, what you care about, help me to care about the people around me. Uh, we want to lift up to you tonight, uh, our vice president. Lord, I pray that you would give him a spirit of wisdom and peace and uh, may he represent you with dignity and honor. And Lord, help him to remember that, he, that you are his boss as well. Um, help us, Lord, to give up the, uh, the attitude or the idea that we can win or uh, win an argument or, or embarrass someone for their beliefs. Help us just to cling to what's right and to lift it up. Help us to demonstrate by our lives, with our lives, that uh, you have the way of life. You offer abundant life.